Welcome to Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast, episode 14. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all the love and support. We are grinding out some episodes here um, after work. Isaac and I are in our golf clothes. We were golfing today. It didn't uh, go well. <laughs> ran into his work clothes. I, I shot his work clothes look like golf. Sad. So yeah. Sad. Yeah. He's trying to golf while he's working. Yeah. I shot an 85 today. I almost shot an 82, but I triple bogeyed the last hole. I was, I was pissed. It was really tough. I shot a 56. On, on the on the front nine, yeah. I knew I knew that. <laughs> I love those videos. It's like this. I got this putt for seventy one. All right, now it's time for the back. <laughs> yeah. it's time for the back nine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, that's uh, hilarious. So, so Brandon, you, you start us off here. Yeah. So we want to we wanted to just run through some uh, updated market stats. Um, our most up to date that we have is March is what I have on here, and and we may have some more updated from there, but. Um, Anyway, this is this is what we got. So, just want to talk through a couple of different stats here, um, and then kind of run through um, some big news that happened today. So, number one, um, so just talking through closed residential sales, um, something interesting from March 2023 to March 2022, uh, closed sales are down um, in both Benton and Washington County from 678 last year to 565. In Benton County and then uh, Washington County down from 378 in the month of March in 2022 to 282 in the month of March 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and then similarly, we've got a few other pieces here that I think are interesting. Um, average sales price are up for on uh, in both Benton and Washington County by just over 20K um, in, in both places, which I think yeah. is interesting. Just to kind of touch on that, sorry to cut you off, no, you're good. but like, do you think that's reflective of like the upper class buyers are still in the market, whereas kind of the first time home buyers are? Yeah, I think I think that market. that is definitely a testament to to the struggle that it's become of like the middle class or the yeah. the first time home buyer buying houses, no doubt. Yeah. Um. You know, I think I think maybe you you all can speak to. Uh, Cause I haven't, I haven't been diving in quite as much, but if, if we've seen a, an increase in, in homes, I want to say that I saw some stats that maybe were up in the low single digits <clears throat> from a average, um, list price. I get, I, yeah. I don't know how you'd say that, but I think that's definitely a testament to the first time home buyer just kind of being in a, in a rut Wait here. Around, yeah. yeah. I've wanna, seen, uh, I saw stats recently that year over year for all of our major four, four cities here, four or five cities, Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, what Benton. the fifth one be for you? Bell Vista. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that. Someone say Salome. Yeah. Yes, but I, I say, I'd say Bell Vista. The year over year we've increased from 2022 to 2023. Our prices have gone up. Uh, days on market has gone up up from last year month over month it's changing a little bit but not enough to really make a i have i have a listing it's a three acre lot in east fayetteville Mm -hmm. and i listed it last year for six months and had one call and i listed it again in april and i've had seven people call me about yeah it's just a really weird and it's a not it's like a very prestigious nice like the covenants are minimum 3,500 square foot home. Wow. So like that just tells you the type of people who are looking at it and yep. it's picked up. 
in the past month for that price point, which I thought was weird. I've, I've, I've seen a pickup in the market as well. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty busy right now. Um, yeah, I think, uh, Brandon, do you want to go into, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and, and I think I, even on top of that, just, I saw a stat as well. It was like almost 70% of Gen Zers are living paycheck to paycheck right now. It's the highest ever wow. yeah. by any uh, generation. So wow. just interesting. I think you're, you're on point right there when you it's also Gen Z get out there and actually do some work. <laughs> That's a bunch of lazy. It's well. a good point as well. So la- last stat I'll have here, and then we'll jump into, uh, the other big news that happened today, average days on market, um, both for Benton and Washington County were about 70 to 80 last year at this time. Um, both are sitting right at 107 days on the market. So, so it's just funny cause stuff's sitting longer, but the prices year over year have gone up. Yeah. So even though things are sitting longer, it is, we are still seeing an increase in prices, which is just like, gosh, how high, how high can we go here? Yeah. People are just happy to sit in them too. It's super weird. Indeed. A, lot, a lot of my buyers right now are just buying home. So I'm representing quite a few buyers that just want to buy a home that they're going to be in for five, 10 years. And then I have a few people, um, investors that come to me and they go, Hey Zach, we just want, we got $70,000. We'd rather put that in a home than we would sit in it. Didn't sit in a bank and we don't, we just want the place to break even, which we can find. We can find those deals here. Like personally, I'm looking for cash flow. Like, and they they just they're believing in the appreciation of the area. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, I mean, heck, we can find it. You know, I, if you I got 20 years. Solid strategy. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that, that's exactly what these people are coming <laughs> all, to me with. They, they long, yeah. They're they're coming from uh, like California, and they're saying, "Hey, man, um, got." 60 to 80 K. Um, I would rather put this in a home and, and sit on it and see the appreciation and then do HELOCs out of that. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, that's a potential good strategy, especially if you're living in like California where that 70, 80 K isn't going to do jack squat, but you yeah. could do it in a place like this where you're seeing prediction and appreciation, which it is a risk. But if you're breaking even, you're having a, a tenant pay off an asset for you. Um, and the home's appreciating and you're getting tax benefits. I mean, it's not a terrible yeah. play. Yeah. And as long as you have, this is kind of next level thought, but as long as you have at least a 20% equity in it, yeah. any any market isn't going to get your bank note called. Any Anything um, weird that happens, you can kind of take it on the chin. Yep. Um, it's the it's the super low down payments in risky areas that are kind of the scary yep. part for me. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, you know, there was a deal that came up in my neighborhood and yeah. that I wanted to make work so bad. I was telling you, I was like, because <laughs> I, I, I know this area is going to. Yeah. I mean, the appreciation is going to be there, but but it just, you know, I think for a lot of people like myself and I think a lot of other uh, young folks that are looking to buy real estate, um, the numbers just don't work. I How mean, the, the, the payment. Sell? I mean, that, that it was, it was, right. yeah, it was yeah. one day on the market or, or whatever. So, um yeah, the right areas are still going fast. That I mean, I think the payment for me would have been like twenty eight to three thousand, twenty eight hundred to three thousand a month, and then you you need to put in almost a hundred thousand to make it like yeah where it needs to be to make it nice. Just no, so, just no chance. It's not a good use of capital. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and you have to think about if you're if you're like if you calculate something here for the local area, 
and you're going, my payment's going to be 24, 2,500 bucks a month. That place better be sweet mm-hmm. because you're not going to get that for rent. The, the, the cap on rents in this area. So like the top end that people are going to pay is like 2,000 to 2,200. Like if you get someone to pay over that, you've hit a home run on the amount of rent. Someone's going to pay. In a good spot. It better be in a good spot. Like it better have a pool. It better have a hot tub. Um, it better be updated because no one's going to be paying 2800 unless it's finished unless it's furnished and it's in like some sort of yeah, downtown you can get you if you want to rent for three grand a month you can get a pad yes yeah. that's a that's a that's a lot of money here i know i know in like new york and the coast that's not going to be as much that's more standard but for this area of the country to three thousand bucks a month like 2800 to three thousand bucks a month man it you better come and you better write in a, a, a massage a masseuse that comes there and massage their Probably feet yeah. you have a nice kitchen for your chef yeah yeah, yeah exactly. provide all food and grocery bills to your i mean it's indeed it's, but um but yeah so uh in, in other news um kind of getting off some market statistics yeah. we had some big news um today fed chairman jerome powell announced we've got another uh interest rate hike up 25 basis points uh, i just wanted to run through a couple of his comments that we pulled out or of uh, his press conference and then, you know, we kind of want to just dive in and get a little bit of what the market's doing, what we're th- our thoughts are and everything. Like here's that. a, here's a quote I read, um, <clears throat> said economists on wall street and at the fed are largely predicting a mild recession later this year. So later in 2023, but fed chair Jerome H Powell, uh, pushed back against those forecasts on Wednesday saying it's more likely the economy narrowly avoids a downturn. So, it feels like we're we are going to hit some sort of downturn at the end of this year how big if they're if someone's telling you they can predict it and they're gonna say it's right like it's probably grant cardone or they don't know what they're talking about did you see him by the way i did he not got ripped his uh Sorry, this is way off topic, <laughs> but his uh, giant place in Miami, yeah. the apartment's flooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Anyways, I saw that. It's so just a, a few comments that we pulled out um, from the press conference. So Powell said that there, there's a sense that we're nearing the end rather than the beginning. Um, so that's interesting. He said it's possible that we can avoid a recession. Um, he said... A failure to pay U.S. debt would be immense. No one should assume that the Fed can protect the U.S. economy then. Um, there's there's a lot you can dive into there with, with that was the, a That was a pow quote? That was a pow quote right there. Yeah, that's which is Ooh. which is uh, frightening a little bit. Yeah, that doesn't seem positive. Um, a decision on a pause was not made today. Credit conditions will tighten for households and businesses, but the extent of these effects remain uncertain. So um, I think... I think there's a lot of interesting things to dive into. Yeah. We're we're in a, a a scary debt situation as a country. We're continuing to get rate hikes, which seem to be that we're nearing the end of. Like you said, yeah. Um, I think I saw a stat that we're at the our chance for a recession is at a 65 percent now, which is one of the top in the world. <laughs> um, so g- give me give me thoughts. Yeah. Give me uh, it's, well. Here's my my only take on it. I'm team. We need a recession. I think it's coming. But I'm, I'm also, I've been hearing, I think we've all heard it since late 2022 that we're going to have a recession next month. I've been hearing it Every, since end of like, 20, I've been here since end of 2021. Everybody has been saying it constantly for the past year. And it's like the, it's like people on TikTok who do sports betting and they miss, they miss, they miss, they miss, and they hit and they're like, look at me, I'm a genius. Yeah. Um, I, w- I will say 
say what you want about Jerome Powell. If he manages to pull off no recession through this thing, yeah, the goat. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> yeah. impressive. Like, be quite impressive. Where, be, where do we go from this, there, though, The quote-unquote soft landing he's been talking around. If he pulls it off, it's like, wow. Like, what? I mean, the, the, you got to set them all of the news stations on fire at that point because yeah. everybody's been wrong. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just does nothing, including myself. I mean, with all my hands up, nothing right. but dump on them. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Including me too. I mean, I've been predicting a recession end of the year um, and kind of hoping for it. I mean, I hope we do because home prices drop. That means, you know, your boy's got some money to play with so that he can go buy up some homes with people in tough situations. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think, I think one of the reasons why we're not seeing deals yet on the market is the pain point isn't high enough for sellers yet. They're the pain's not up They're They're, they're not hurting to sell their properties. And so, um, what I think we will see is there's a bunch of notes due yeah. here this year within this calendar year. And so a um, bunch of those three year balloon, three to five year balloon notes are coming up. And so that's, a spot where we could see and <clears throat> to preface this balloon note means you got a commercial loan at let's say five percent and they say in five years this is a balloon note so in five years we will basically renegotiate the interest rate on this and so and let's say this this year is that five-year mark now your interest rate is going to be 7.9%. Mm-hmm. So it goes from a cash flowing property to a, I'm going to be in debt over this. I need to sell it and break even on this, or I'd even be fine taking a little bit of a loss. Yeah. So then you get those properties popping on the market like that. So I, we haven't seen necessarily that time period hit and the pain points. I just, I don't think the pain points high enough for sellers yet. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for it to hit that so that people can, myself and my investors can scoop up, scoop up some properties. Cause yeah. you know, if you're representing investors, they're waiting for that same time period too. So in a recession, um, it, at Arkansas Real Estate Group, we hope for like in a recession or a downturn of the economy that our agents are doing better in that time period than even a really good quote unquote, a great economy like the past two years. So I'm kind of, I'm hoping for a little bit of a downturn so yeah. my clients can finally get some deals. Yeah, it's, it's and I'll, I'll, I'll hop it to you, but it's it's hard to, it's I feel like it's hard to tell, especially with residential because we've got so many people locked into stupid low rates yeah. that are either deciding they want to be landlords now that probably would have never got into real estate yeah. um, or, or just going to stay in it forever. And so I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity in commercial what what what's going to happen in residential i i don't know and i don't th- i don't know if anybody knows so anyway yeah um just like i don't know do i do we talk do we talk what the stock market did on the fed news or I, yeah i'd love to see credit score program let's stick on the fed for yeah. a second um i mean it's very, it's pretty typical of what happens on on fed meeting days um the meeting starts and you see like a little bit of a rally so like it actually started going up and they announced the news and it dipped and it kind of went back up. And then it, after market, it's, uh, I mean, we're down about a percent. It's nothing drastic. Like it's just a typical fed meeting day. Like, yeah. Like it, the market gets really excited. It goes up and down. Your day traders go crazy. Um, but I think I don't have it pulled up now, but the year to date stock market is like up seven or 8%, um, it's nuts. in four months. And so yeah. it is, uh, I don't know. That's where I'm not putting all my money in my stocks, but, um, I definitely have a little dividend fund that I just kind of throw a couple hundred bucks at every month. And uh-huh. It's doing great. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, until, 
a real estate deal comes along and then I'll sell it all and buy that. But Indeed. it's a good bank account right now. I threw uh, I threw I threw twenty five hundred bucks into GameStop recently. Did you really? Made a thousand bucks. Let's yeah. go. Ca- cash it out. I didn't realize GameStop was still doing that weird stuff. It's just it's just kinda it went it was eighteen dollars. It went up to like twenty four dollars a share. I cashed it all out, put in twenty five ended it with 30 if you're at home don't do that 35 <laughs> i know the, the the advisor in me is dying i know but i know it was if just you got money to play with like i was, I was just be, like yeah you'd be proud i i uh i put some in in a roth ira there you, you go know, start doing that i'm putting it in quarterly i love um and and are you gonna are you gonna try and max it out um i not you this year exact numbers not this that. year no but but i'm put we're putting a little a, a good amount into it at quarterly and kind of dollar cost averaging it so That's i mean i'm just like i'm i'm already seeing some returns i'm like what have i been doing my favorite <laughs> word on the planet is dollar cost <laughs> is there is there a and this is a question for you guys do you if your income levels at a certain point, does it let you, do you, are you able to invest in a Roth IRA? There's a cutoff. One hundred and I, I, I thought it was, it's, it's close to 200 grand for a household, but I think it's just lower, like 150, 180. 150 or something. Uh, Cause I, I was talking. But there's a back door. There's a, I don't there, know it, but there's a back door. Yeah. We'll okay. take that offline. Yeah. Well, I'll, I don't know. I genuinely, I would say, I just don't know it. I was, I was, I was, you know, this is non, not disclosure. I mean, I'm not going to let everyone know how much I'm making, but I was talking to a CPA. He's like, yeah, you don't, you, you're, you're not able to invest in that. I'm like, well, crap. Like that's a great, it's it, fun it's to, great, it's the greatest savings thing that you can have for a middle class to lower class family because it locks it where you can't touch it. Yeah. And then when you turn 65 and you, let's say you don't have all like rental properties to be your retirement account, you have this thing that you get tax free at 64 and a half technically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah like two, $3 million. Yeah. And it just comes out and, and then you live on that for a little bit, but go buy a bass boat. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, no, it's it's also weirdly like it's kind of if if it's really 150, I don't know if that's what it is, but that's by the time you're in your 30s or 40s, like as a as a joint household, especially with inflation, I feel like that's pretty easy to cross. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to raise that soon. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like wages that. with inflation, wages have to go up a little bit. And so I would imagine getting to 150,000 joint income would be kind of a normal thing in the next yep. 10 years. They have to raise that. Yeah. There's just no way. But there's, I mean, other opportunities, Zach, maybe Absolutely. CDs, there's CDs are wild. Apple it has a 4% high. Uh, okay. High savings I found it. So, uh, the 2022 income range for phasing out of Roth IRA for a single person was 129 to 144. And in yep. 2023, it's 138 to 153. So a married filing jointly in 2022 was 204,214,000. And 2023 was 218,000 to 228,000. So it looks like it's increasing. Good. Um, yeah. Has to right? Yeah. Inflation. Ninety nine percent of people can have a Roth IRA just yeah. based on what the one percent income is. Yeah. So um, don't put your savings account in it because like it gets locked up. Um, but I love it. It's a solid thing to just kind of mm-hmm. you have some spare change. Yep. Yeah, and you can put you can put like what six thousand a year into thousand a year. Yep, five hundred bucks a month. Um, and it grows tax free. It's sick. Yeah. But- um, one more comment while we're talking about the market. Um, we're at, 
Yeah, we got about six seconds. Um, there is a new program for low credit scores. Do we want to do this in the next episode? Oh, we do it yeah, right now. Do it right now. Right now. Cool. Do right now. There's a new program. Um, Knock it out, Isaac. Mortgages. Um, if you have a low credit score, you get a lower interest rate. If you have a high credit score, you have a higher interest rate. Um, that doesn't, I didn't say that backwards. And so there was a, when that came out about two weeks ago, there was a firestorm online of, um, all these finding, I saw a bunch of financial gurus saying to go open 20 credit cards so you can have a low credit score. (laughs) And I really hope nobody did that. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just another, just another fabulous, uh, implementation by our ice cream loving president yeah (laughs) it it is just it's so backwards they they had a uh, a week after it came out 27 of the 50 states wrote in um asking to overturn it within a week yeah um so i don't think it's here to stay but i will say it's not the end of the world i went and talked to my lender about it the day it came out because i was super confused um Let's say if you're a sub, I don't know where the cutoff is, 640, I think. You're under yep. 640 on your credit score. That's correct. You get a, uh, the the thing says 1% fee off, but it it translates to like 0.2 off of your interest rate or something like that. It's not that big of a hit. And then it gets added on to, if you're above 750 or 700 i don't know where the line i think it's like 740 740 then that gets you get added on point two so it's not fair essentially but if you the credits the interest rate difference is insane because if you're sub if you're in the lower end you have an eight percent if you're in the higher end you have a 5.8 percent so if you swing point two you're still paying less with the higher credit score yeah yeah um so sky's not falling don't freak out yeah but anyway it, it's, a, it's something that caused a lot, of, a lot of controversy because in our world today it seems like everything's backwards what's right is wrong what's left is right what's right is left so it's like just another just another piece of wood on the fire for like come on like how more how, how like this is opposite well, if because I had a great good credit score, I'm getting penalized. Mm-hmm. And for people that have terrible credit scores, which 640 is not terrible, like it's not terrible. That's that's below average. But but even if you're way low, you fall in that category. Exactly. Right? So you're getting help on your home loan because your credit score is worse. It's like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm living in Mars right now. Like, <laughs> this is, uh, so my lender was saying that they they like it. The lenders like it for the you know 20 year old who's just getting started and wants a loan because the starting credit score is 620 or 640 yeah somewhere around there so the second you swipe your first credit card that's your baseline um and so it's trying to help them out with their interest rates a little bit but because you can't point out certain people you have to like grab them right you can't say if you're under the age of 20 and you have this credit score and you meet these qualifications nope they had to take the whole chunk of people so you have people who have never paid back a loan in their life also getting the benefit yep when it's meant to help out first-time home buyers so yeah. it's just done poorly yeah done poorly so thank you guys for tuning in with us to episode 14 we'll catch you on episode 15 thanks for tuning in love you guys love you guys